Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of NewsForSanAntonio.com and Fox29SanAntonio.com. I've been covering the Spurs since 2004 from Press Row. And you are coming aboard a great show to kick off this week of Locked On Spurs episodes as we're going to discuss, no, not about Kauai, I know, been there, done that, but somebody else who deserves a tremendous applause as the NBA regular season winds down, and that is the big man in the middle, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge has been playing great uh, this season. He was tabbed as an NBA All-Star representing the Spurs at the annual game out in Los Angeles, and is continuing to tear it up. Recently, he posted a great game of 39 points uh, to lead the Spurs to a win, but now begs the question, as the NBA season rolls down, is it time that LaMarcus Aldridge gets credit where credit is deserved? And I'm talking about the NBA MVP. There's a lot of stiff competition out there. James Harden, Westbrook, Anthony Davis, the list goes on and on. But should LaMarcus Aldridge at least get some credit and some recognition for the NBA's biggest individual award? And before we uh, dive into this, again, for those of y'all who are new, welcome aboard. Glad to have you on board. And you can subscribe to Locked On Spurs or any other Locked On NBA show out on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, you name it, we're there. Go check us out. All right, so to discuss LMA's candidacy for the 2018 NBA MVP, I'm joined by News Force San Antonio Spurs Zone, Tyler Clerk. And Tyler, you know, before we recorded this show and I was just stuck for a topic, you brought this topic up. Why do you think this needs to be brought to Spurs fans, or just NBA fans in general? Why does this topic need to be discussed? Uh, well, actually, I saw it on Twitter from a fellow Spurs writer, Dan Schultz. He uh, does work with Sounding the Rock, and he said something about how LaMarcus Holders doesn't get any recognition at all for the MVP race. And I feel like a big part of that nowadays is because we often forget what MVP stands for, and it means like the most valuable player, not the player that can go out there and score 35 points a night, but has a poor shooting percentage. It's something like when it comes down to it, they bring value to their team, and whenever they don't have that player on their team, then the team obviously not going to be as good. And I feel like the Marcus Aldridge just fits that perfectly. With Kawhi Leonard being out this majority of the entire season, except for nine games, he has been the reason why they're picking that game. I mean, he is just dominating this season. Like you said, he picked up an all-star nomination. He has averaging 22.5 points a game, 8.3 rebounds, 2 point assists, and he's shooting 50% from the field. I mean, those are insane numbers for a big man, and he's just been proving it night in and night out. I can only think, I think maybe he's posted single-digit points in a game like three times off the top of my head, which is pretty good. I mean, they're well into the season, and I feel like just not even mention Lamarcus in any talk for MVP. I feel like that's just something that shouldn't be happening. And whenever I saw that tweet, I felt like this definitely needs to be talked about. Yeah, I completely agree there, Tyler. You know, look, as I mentioned in the intro, there's some stiff competition. Look, James Harden, who we all presume will be the winner of this year's individual award, but out there as well, Anthony Davis, how he's been playing so great once the Boogie Cousins went down. Russell Westbrook, you know, he looked like he might be averaging a triple-double again for the second season in a row. And like I mentioned, there's other viable catches. But Lamarcus Aldridge definitely deserves a lot more focus. And, you know, uh, Tyler, you brought up his stats. One thing I want to bring up is this. We all know about Kawhi Leonard. No need to discuss that. You brought it up as far as his absence this season. But let's just face it. 
if this first team were without LMA, oh my God, we're looking at lottery down, aren't we? Oh yeah, I mean, the market has led this team. Now, granted, they're still fighting, but they're in the playoff race. You know, they're going to make a strong push. But like you said, if they didn't have them, would they even be in contention to make the playoffs at all? In my opinion, I don't think they would be. Yeah, exactly. Look, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge has been the Spurs' bread and butter this season. Every player, post-game or pre-game, when they do talk to the media, they pretty much tip their hat to Ellen May. LaMarcus Aldridge has been on the lips of Mono Ginobili saying, you know, Mono saying, like, we wouldn't be here without Ellen May. Paul Gasol has also credited Ellen May's play by saying, you know, we know where we have to go to, to the big man. And uh, the Spurs players are well aware of this. And what I want to do, too, is this is, you know, everybody knows the story, what happened over the summer of reports that he wanted out. They were dashed. Lamar Trudge came out and said, that's nothing. Come to find out it was true and that he did want out. But luckily, a nice convo, sit down with Popovich, fixed everything. A nice little payday as well, too. And Lamar is playing great. And he's definitely earning his money this season. You mentioned the numbers. You know, I want to dig a little deeper here, Tyler. He ranks 17th in the league in points per game, 17th in the league in rebounds per game. He leads the team in points, rebounds, and minutes per game, and ranks second on the team in blocks per game. He's also led the team to score in 48 games, and has scored 20-plus points in 42 games, and 30-plus points in 13 games, and he even recorded a 40-plus point outing one time. He was close in the recent win. Uh, for uh, San Antonio, I think it was uh, over um, Minnesota, but nevertheless, he deserves credit. Now, why don't you think he's getting the recognition he's get? He should be getting Tyler. I mean, I feel like that's just kind of the Spurs effect. I mean, I feel like ever since I can remember, probably since I was born, the Spurs have always been talked about as like such a great team, but they just never really get that spotlight, you know, because it's kind of expected. So. When the Spurs are coming out there, yeah, they're not really – we see the media talk a lot about, oh, the Spurs aren't playing well, or even the fans for that. Like, they're not playing well, they're not playing well. But they're still doing okay, and they're still in the hunt. But I feel like nobody's really talking about LaMarcus, and I feel like it's just because a lot of the reason might be because, one, they don't get a lot of media attention anyway, and then, two, it might be because everyone's talking about, well, Kawhi's gone. So I feel like they're just failing to realize, like, well, since Kawhi's gone, how are the Spurs winning these games? And I feel like the only people that are really noticing are people like us who it's their job to write about it and those right. things like that, or teammates like Manu, like you said, or other players. I think it brought to my attention uh, LeBron James even tweeted or said something about LaMarcus, said their game's like too smooth or something. Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure what he said, but it's something along those lines. And I feel like if all these players are noticing, then why can't these fans notice too, you know? And it's obvious when LaMarcus sits out too. They win a lot of games. I don't know the stats whenever he's sitting out versus when he's in, like what their record is. So I'm sure it's not above 500. I know that they're probably going to struggle if they don't have their offensive firepower. So I don't, I mean, to me, I just really don't know why no one's talking about it. Like, that's why I wanted to bring this up in the show so we could talk about it. And just some light, man, like, Marcus is carrying the team. And I want to talk a little more about the stats. I want to talk about his usage rate. Compared to last season, his usage rate last season was 24.5, which is still pretty good, solid, but compared to his, Portland numbers, it was a little lower than we were seeing. This year, set up 28.8. That means he's getting the ball more. Obviously, they're running the offense through him. And he's stepping up to the plate in a big way. He's averaging more points than he did last season with, well, let me find it here. He averaged 17.3 last season, and now he's averaging 22.5. So he's obviously handling the situation really well. And I feel like that a lot of players can't do that. 
they get all this added pressure, especially with like, someone like Kawhi Leonard who's an elite talent. They go out and it's like, all right, Marcus, it's up to you. You need to carry the team now. And he's doing it perfectly. And I feel like not a lot of players can do that. So in order to see him do something like that and not receive much credit for it, it just blows my mind. I'm not saying he should go out there and win this MVP because I don't think I don't think he can beat out James Harden or even LeBron James for that matter because they're having the same seasons and the drama and stuff that's been going on. You know all that. That's not my job to talk about it. But he's still having a heck of a season. And to think that he's not even going to receive maybe not even a vote, I feel like that's just a little outrageous to me. That is a little outrageous. Now, before I give my take on LMA's MVP candidacy, uh, hey, guys, just want to talk to you a little bit about something about MyBookie.com. Now, I want to also talk to you about the boatload of money you can get at MyBookie.com. Now, you can make that boatload of money this week at MyBookie.com, and if you haven't checked them out, then now is the perfect time to get into the action. Look, the madness of March is here. Why not make some money? Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. So you can join me and thousands of other online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Now, let's talk about some talking points about uh, mybookie.ag. You can join it today. Easy sign up. It's the only recommended service that I want to bring to you and to the listeners. I also want to talk about this. I urge you to go to mybookie.ag because when you win, they pay fast and without any hassles. You're going to be wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can even place a bet after tip-off. It gets that crazy and easy. It's awesome. I love it. So here's what you got to do. you got to join now at mybookie.ag, and they will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. My goodness, it gets even better. You can even enter for a chance to win their $1 million bracket challenge. Probably busted by now, but for those of y'all who are still surviving, go check them out. Now, you want to use this. They have a pen and paper handy. or can this to memory. Locked on NBA. That's locked on NBA to activate an offer. Now, visit MyBookie today at MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Once again, go out to MyBookie.ag. You, you know, when I think about the LMA MVP candidacy, yeah, you look, let's face it, at the end of the day, we all know what's going to happen. He's not going to be raising that trophy in the air in San Antonio or in some sort of press conference. We know that life is going to Harden. Rightfully so, Harden's playing out of his mind. But let's just face it, Tyler. The NBA, when it comes down to it and picking their player, it's really not about individual stats as much as they think it is. It really comes down to winning. And this first team really hasn't been winning as they have in years past. Now, if he was leaving this team to the one, two seed right now, uh, despite the fact that they're not playing without Kawhi Leonard, I think he would definitely get candidacy or get a big, 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 big nod in his direction. But winning, as much as they say, doesn't factor, factor in as to an individual honor. I think it does in this situation. Your thoughts, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Like I said earlier, I kind of touched on, like, I feel like, the term MVP has kind of lost its meaning, and I completely agree that you got to start winning games. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, how can you not think about players like LaMarcus, who the team has suffered injury, that they're so young. We have players out there who barely played at all last year who have to take on these massive roles, and then have somebody like LaMarcus come out there and lead the team to winning at least 40 games, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. the record right now 40 and 30. 
obviously not the best compared to some of the other records in the NBA, but I mean, they're still above 500. They're 10 games over 500 at that, and they're still playing a decent season. Not for Spurs fans, but for like casual NBA fans, yeah, like you look at that, like, all right, they're, they're doing okay. But I feel like he's, like you said, they're not going to think about that. They're going to think about the Houston Rockets who are 56 and 14, being led by James Harden, who's averaging, God knows what, like 30 something points a game. So yeah, I mean, I feel like what you said is completely true, and I feel like that they need to kind of take a deeper look at see who's actually playing well and what these players are bringing to their team. And if they take them, my big on if you take that player out of that team, are they going to win? And I'm telling you right now, I think if you take James Harden out of the Rockets, they're obviously not going to be as good. But I feel like they're going to be better than if you take LaMarcus Aldridge out of the first. And I feel like that's something that they don't really think about. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you remove LMA out of the equation this season. Uh, in fact, in everything else was other than the big injury to Kawhi. I mean, remember, Rudy Gay went down for an extended period of time. Al Gasol was out. Lonnie Ginobili was out. Parker was out. The list goes on and on. And this team does not survive whatsoever. I, I even what even ventures they get. They're probably not even sniffing their playoffs at this point, and they're probably scheduling vacation plans. But at the end of the day, you look at what LNA has done, he's been phenomenal. And I know we've all been throwing uh, some numbers at you on this episode, but he was just three points away from tying a career high in points versus Memphis back in November. His career high is 44 back in 2014 versus Denver. He's just played out of his mind. He had a career high, I'm sorry, a season high, 17 rebounds at Golden State. And he even had a season high of three blocks at Portland. And field goals made, he's made 17. That was his career a season high uh, versus Memphis this season. And the list goes on and on and on. I applaud him for his efforts. I applaud him for getting the nod for an NBA All-Star a spot. I mean, the only spur that really made it. Uh, although, man, Manu was so close, wasn't he, Tyler? <laughs> Manu was yeah, right there. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think, if anything, this episode just serves is that, hey, at least we're recognizing him. At least we're giving where credit uh, is due. He deserves a huge amount of applause. And as, once this season ends, and I know we'll look back and say, talk about Kawhi Leonard's absence, but I think maybe the bigger topic at the end of the day and the season should be LMA's tremendous turnaround for what looked like a lost um, I guess segment of his career had he had been traded from the Spurs and he got his wish granted. Now uh, Tyler your final thoughts on LMA for MVP? Um, my final thoughts would just be kind of a reiteration of what I said earlier. I don't think he's going to come out here and win this award. There's so many other players that are just dominating and catching everyone's eyes better than the market. But I feel like to not even bring him into the talks, it's just kind of stuck at that earlier, just outrageous. The guy's having a great season. Like we touched on earlier, I mean, compared from last season to this season, with all the drama going on and his role changing and just everything that you put into it, like the guy is just playing so well. He's handled everything so well. And I just think that he needs a little more recognition, maybe even get a few votes. I mean, if I was on that board right now, all biased aside, I'd give him a vote because of what he's been able to do is just amazing. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I, you know, at the end of the day, too, I don't think he'll walk away from the uh, voting uh, slate with no votes. I think he'll get some. Uh, maybe not many first-place votes, but he'll get second or third place. 
course, we'll, we'll, we'll find out very soon uh, later on this uh, summer. But those are our thoughts on LMA for MVP. Let us know what you think. Email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at jeffgspurzone. Tyler? You can follow me on Twitter at tylerfarkin underscore five. I just released my latest article talking about the Spurs week ahead and how important every game from here on out really is. So uh, make sure you go check that out. And go check out Tyler's prediction on this week. I think you'll like it, Spurs fans. But for Tyler Clark and I am Jeff Garcia. He and I, we're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.